Hello and welcome to this NLive's Open for Business podcast platform. My name is Adrian Price, the guy from the university, as I keep saying, with the perfect face for radio. And I host a show every Tuesday from 7 to 9 p.m. called Open for Business. Open for Business celebrates the very best of business in Northampton and Northamptonshire and brings together business, civic, charity and indeed academic leaders to talk about the business environment, to talk about initiatives and projects, especially where, they're, where they are all working together for the good of the community. So enjoy these extended interviews on this podcast. They're now set up as a standalone for you to savour and uh, to learn from some of the movers and shakers in the county. Enjoy. Well, we like to get the voice of young people and very often we have guests from different uh, parts of the world. And today I'm delighted to welcome three young ladies from um, Vietnam who are students of mine actually on an online course that I've been teaching for the last seven weeks. Um, they are students at the Foreign Trade University in Hanoi, the FTU in Hanoi. They're in their fourth year, fourth and final year at undergrad, and they're all studying um, international business administration. Hence that I'm um, teaching them a class on strategy. So it's a big warm welcome to, to Lynn, to Mai and to Kanan. Um, all of you, welcome. I guess I should allow you to introduce yourselves with your full names because I'm a little bit scared to say your full name. So, so Kanan, tell us your full name and um, just tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, hello, everyone. My name is Trần Thanh An or Thanh An Trần in English. So now I'm a fourth year student and I study in uh, international business administrations in foreign trade university. And what are your um, what do you want to do when you graduate? When you fi finish the course next year, what is your ambitions? Uh, after I finish the course next year, I want to uh, find a job. And if I have a chance, I want to study abroad uh, in uh, Europe or in uh, English, in uh, British. Okay, excellent. So we might see you here doing a master's degree. Perhaps we can see if um, Northampton is on your list of possible places to go, no? Uh, yes, absolutely, because Northampton has linked with our uh, university in Vietnam. Very much so. Okay, well, moving on, um, the second young lady is um, uh, Lynn Lee. Lynn, welcome. Just perhaps tell us your full name and what are your uh, hopes and ambitions after graduating? Uh, all right, so hi, guys. My name is Le Phuong Lin. You can call me Lin Le. And um, right now, I'm also a student of uh, French University, the fourth year student, and also in the same class with Khai Nan. Um, I also think I can take a gap year after I graduate uh, at Foreign Trade University because right now I um, have little uh, like uh, direction about my future and uh, I think I can take a gap year to find out what I'm really interested in and uh, yeah maybe read some books um, and uh, travel a little bit so I can find out what I'm really passionate about. Okay, well, yeah, it's very interesting to find your passions. And at your age, I think it's quite reasonable not to have a, <clears throat> a clear idea, but uh, perhaps to just plan the next three, four years ahead as to what you want to do. And that is perhaps to discover the world or discover yourself um, or try a particular career option or a particular sector. Now, the final guest uh, from the three young ladies from Vietnam is uh, May Tuyet. May, hello. Um, how are you? Uh, tell us your full name and... Um, what are your ambitions? 
Yeah, hello. Um, my name is Ding of Viet Mai, and you call me Nai. And we all come from the same class at Foreign Church University. And uh, currently, I'm working in a Vietnamese bank, which is one of the leading banks in digital transformation of Vietnam. And uh, after graduation, I want to uh, pursue a master's degree, maybe uh, some kind of university in the UK or uh, in uh, the US. Um, but uh, University of Northampton is uh, one of my top priority destination. Yeah. Fantastic. Well, as what uh, Lynn, I think, said, we have a lot of connections between Northampton and, um, and Hanoi in particular. Uh, and I've certainly been lucky enough to travel there with students over five or six years, indeed. So a lot of deep friendships and a lot of uh, links, and we'd be delighted to have you here. Now, you all speak such excellent English. Where did you, where did you learn, Lynn? Uh, actually, I have learned English for um, more than 10 years, actually. Uh, but I think I still have to practice a lot because my, my reaction to English is quite a little bit um, not professional. Uh, and um, I, I love learning English through movies because I can immerse myself in the uh, American culture. And I think that is the, the best way to you know, understand the culture and also understand the language. Well, not just yeah. American culture, but also British culture as well. I yeah, of course, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> and um, Kanan, where did you learn to speak such good English? Uh, I studied English when I was uh, seven because I live in Hanoi and I uh, come from the middle class family. And my parents believe that English is an important uh, language and, uh, and everyone needs to study English. So um uh, my parents hired uh, the tutor for me when I was seven to study English and well, practice yeah. every day. Well, that's a very good and young age to to learn. I, I speak a second language, which is Spanish, and I um, learned as an adult from 22, I think I started, and I am now fluent. But uh, it's hard work, but um, that's one of my greatest achievements, to learn a second language. But uh, how much easier would have been if I'd have started a lot younger? And, and May, how about you? What, any English people in your family or is it also learning from school? Uh, yes, um, I guess I uh, start, started to learn English a little bit later than my friends because, um, uh, because English is one of the compulsory subjects in, uh, in school in Vietnam, in Vietnamese schools. So we have to learn English at the grade of three, uh, which means I was... Uh, nine-year-old and um, I think uh, I have practiced English a lot when I uh, entered foreign trade university. Uh, prior to university, I just studied English like uh, grammar to pass the engineering exam to university. So yeah, I uh, have the chance to uh, contact with a professor, professor from all over the world, uh, give me a um, very marvelous chance to practice English. Very good. Well, it's certainly, um, you know, for all that you feel that it's, it still needs practice, it's much better than my Vietnamese and I would imagine most of my listeners Vietnamese. So how impressive it is to hear these young people speaking such good English. Now tell us, are you all based in um, Hanoi or uh, because the classes that I'm teaching you are online. So are you currently living in Hanoi or are you living, you know, with a family home some, somewhere else? Uh, perhaps uh, Mai first. 
Um, so currently I'm uh, studying and my, also my hometown is in Hanoi. So um, I have intention to uh, maybe study in uh, abroad next year. So um, after studying in the UK for maybe uh, one year, I will go back to Vietnam and uh, uh, especially in Hanoi to uh, pursue my career in the banking industry. Okay, have you ever been to England? Um, no, actually, I've never been, uh, I, I've never traveled abroad, actually. Oh, really? Okay, so it would be a first indeed. Um, Kanan, um, how about you? Are you based in Hanoi or elsewhere? Yes, I live in Hanoi with my family. You do. And ha have you traveled to the UK before? No, I only traveled around the Southeast Asia. Okay, so you've got a, a, a perception or a view of the UK, probably from films or television or whatever. And uh, Lynn, have you been able to travel and travel to Europe? And, and where are you currently? Uh, I actually was born in uh, a, a North Aryan, I mean, a province, small province in the North area of Vietnam. Uh, it's not in Hanoi, it's uh, 50 kilometers far away from Hanoi. And I uh, have never, have got a chance to go abroad or, you know, like travel to another country. Yeah. Well, I certainly would encourage it. Um, I've had been lucky enough through work to travel to more than 60 countries and it's fascinating. I still enjoy getting on and off a plane. Um, and obviously the last two years, it's been difficult to do that. But um, now Hanoi, for those listeners, uh, Hanoi is a wonderful city. It's got such an energy and vibrancy about it. Um, it's full of motorbikes. They're like swarms of bees, the motorbikes, and you have to learn to cross the road, which is basically just walk into the road and the motorbikes will sort of gently glide around you. Um, but it takes a while. You know, many of our students have been really quite frightened about how on earth do we cross this road with this constant stream? But there's a, it's a very um, young society, very uh, energetic, a great spirit of enterprise. And is that reflected? Is the economy doing well at the moment? You know, what's happened in the last year or two with COVID and the economy, um, Lynn? I think, as you said, and maybe you have some uh, done some research. I think uh, you are so right because Hanoi right now is on the very uh, uh, great strong, great strong uh, recovery from the COVID nineteen. Um, I think it's. Uh, uh, it's all like we can like put uh, emphasis on the government policies because they are uh, care much about the um, the enterprises, also the residents' health. And um, we have the very uh, community spirit, as we know for a long history. We are so united. So everything we do is like caring for the society. And uh, I think everyone also have quite high awareness about uh, what if uh, they, like what happened if they, uh, you know, like come go outside and um, uh, like didn't wear a mask, for example. So mm -hmm. it will affect very negatively to the, the, so, uh, the surrounding people. So yeah, I think. So Kanan, do you still have uh, lockdown there because Vietnam and many Southeast Asian countries were the first to lock down and close the borders, no inbound or outbound flights. I mean, what sort of restrictions have you have you got now and what what were the impacts or the changes in your life over the last 12 months? 
Oh, uh, I lucky to announce that Hanoi is allowed the uh, uh, on-site dining and taxi service now. We have uh, no more lockdown because the mass vaccination uh, has boost. Like when I read the news in this morning, uh, there 30% of the total city population has vaccinated. So we are so happy because we have to lock down for nearly three months and I have to uh, study online at home and I cannot go outside because I, uh, when I haven't vaccinated yet, Mm. Uh, is is foreign travel now um, open again or not? Uh, the foreign travel is not open yet, but the domestic travel is uh, um, encouraged to um, open the boundaries between the cities. Okay, well that's that's a start, isn't it? So um, I think you've had a very tight control early on recently though there have been an increase in the numbers but the numbers seem to be much lower than we've had in the west in terms of infections and um, and deaths so you know i saw a government report here a couple of days ago that said that we did not learn the lessons from southeast asia where you had faced the previous pandemics sort of 10 15 20 years ago and um, britain was very slow to lock down, but we were very quick to do the vaccination program. So we're up to about 80% now in double vaccinations. And that's giving the confidence is returning, I think, here. But um, you've had less impact, perhaps a delayed impact, but I'm glad to hear that the economy now is uh, is getting stronger. How do you feel about studying online, May? Is that easy? Do you enjoy it? Is it better than going to class or what? Um, actually, my uh, my home is quite far from my university. So for me, um, staying at home, studying online is much more convenient for me because I do not have to telecommute to university. But I think face-to-face -face interaction between lecturers and students it, uh, is much more um, approachable for for us to study and also to watch some no, some new knowledge like strategic management or international intercultural communication needs face-to-face interaction so i do believe that it has have both uh, drawbacks and benefits mm. how about you uh, lynn do you enjoy online classes because we've had what i've done 15 sessions with you three hours 6 30 in the morning till 9 30 in the morning uk time for these guys that was um 12 30 uh, midday to 3 30 in the afternoon so i've had to get up early um how have you felt about online classes lynn uh for me at first i think uh, um i feel very sleepy and unproductive when joining the online class because uh, the teachers are not good at like organizing the materials so we cannot keep track uh, and even they don't allow us to record the videos so that we cannot like see um, see it again and it's kind of not like convenient for me but day by day i i have been to uh, adaptive to that and i think it's bring me the, the the very high productivity because one i i still um live far away like my far away from uh, school so i think uh, it saved my time a lot and also saved my petrol because I use motorbike every single day. 
Mm. Um, and also I, uh, uh, I can like see the recording because right now teachers is more comfortable with that. And I can like um, revise all of the knowledge. Yeah, mm. I think it's fine and I can be adaptive with that, yeah. So do you think you get uh, the energy of the tutor can come through on the screen then? Yes, I do. I guess each tutor is different. Yeah, for, yeah, yeah. I, I can get that energy to, you know, I mean, I, I drink coffee to make my uh, make me awake. And <laughs> no, I, I think the energy, though, is the tutor's energy, right? The, I find when I'm teaching online, <clears throat> I have to be very much in the space i have to really be you know give as much energy if not more than maybe i do in the, in the classroom face to face yeah. yeah i think it depends depends on um on each uh, tutor because maybe it will um the energy will come from like materials maybe if they are at home they can like prepare more materials and um come up with some creative teaching methods, but in mm. the class, maybe they can like uh, go with the traditional teaching methods. And I, I think everyone has to be very, yeah, flexible and adaptive, yeah. Okay, now just tell us a little bit about student life then. I mean, you've been under lockdown, you haven't been able to go out and party, but normally, what would you do? Would Vietnamese students, you know, do you go out every night? Do you go out at weekends? What would be a sort of typical social life for, for you, Kanan? Uh, in Vietnam, we have uh, so many the coffee shop. So like the after class or the before class, the students in Vietnam often hang out in the coffee, in the coffee shop. And in Vietnam, we have uh, so many um, the food on, on the street. So we it's so easily to hang out with each other. Yeah, but not so much in bars, not so much alcohol. Uh, Yes, we also have uh, the uh, the bar or the pub in open at the night, and yeah. some of the students will go definitely go there in the weekend to entertain after one week studying. <laughs> so young people are young people the same the world over, right? They want to go out, they want to meet, and um, have a good time and relax from the studies. Now, just tell me then. I'm going to ask a question about you know you can be the tourism officer for Vietnam now. Um, May, just tell us, um, Hanoi, what would you recommend? Um, why, why should people visit Hanoi and what should they go and see if they go to Hanoi? Um, so one of the most um, popular destination in Hanoi you should visit is Gum Lake because it is the heart of Hanoi, it is in the center of Hanoi. And uh, here you can visit the old square with uh, 20... Uh, 36 uh, old quarter with different uh, commodities and also uh, their culture is very diverse. So um, uh, of course I I'm I was born in Hanoi. So um, but I have never had chance to um, explore the whole 36 old square in Hanoi. So uh, <laughs> maybe uh, I have to ask Kheng An because she's lived in uh, the old square. So maybe she can uh, give us some instructions so, so that we can, will not get lost in that place. <laughs> yeah, well, I must say, I remember the lake and it takes, what, about 45 minutes to walk around. It's a wonderful feature. 
and the old town, the backpacker zone. Uh, when we take students there, they all go straight to the backpacker zone, which is full of life, remarkable, really. Um, Kanan, what would you say to sell Vietnam and, and Hanoi to, to our listeners? Uh, I think in, in Vietnam, uh, there's one quote that if the place is crowned, it will definitely be a good place. So uh, if you travel to uh, in Hanoi, you can try the food uh, or the coffee shops in the crown place. Yeah. Um, and the, um, uh, the experts also uh, often live in the Hoàn Kiếm district or the um, Tây Hồ district. There's a got uh, definitely an um a lot of good place and the uh, western uh, the western restaurant in the um they hope district also for the um, expat if they want to try uh, if they miss their home they want to try the food in western <laughs> well no i think the uh, you must when you travel you must try the local food and the street food is quite remarkable as well i mean many people in england you know you might not feel like walking down a back street having a very low little stool to sit on, but the hot pot or whatever brought out to you and, um, you know, you enjoy it there fresh and you almost cook it yourself. So, yeah, we have some great memories and some great um, experiences. Lynn, um, Hanoi is the capital. It has got perhaps uh, more uh, history and culture. Sai Saigon, Ho Chi Minh City is the financial capital, which is much more modern, but um, what else should people think about if they're going to go all the way to Vietnam? Are there any other parts of Vietnam that they should look for and go and visit? I think Vietnam is like very famous for um, three areas. I think uh, maybe we, they should uh, come through Hanoi to uh, smell a little bit the northern um, uh, the, the the northern area. I think in uh, there's so many. Uh, a historical tourism to visit in Hanoi. Yep. Uh, then they can come through the middle area, uh, which is like Hue or Da Nang, uh, and they can like uh, immerse in the Hue culture, outside culture, and uh, with the very um, uh, delicate women in in, in Hue city, uh, and also uh, then they can come to visit the Ho Chi Minh city, the very uh, busiest, busiest uh, city in Vietnam and maybe yeah they can like go through all of three of them to uh, see the difference between between three of them I think to get yeah to get a, a, a good contrast okay and of course en route you might be able to visit the famous Halong Bay with the wonderful scenery um, yeah. I've not had the chance to go to Ho Chi Minh City yet and I another thing I'd love to do is cycle I think there's some great cycling holidays to be had in Vietnam as well. So that's something that I'm certainly would like to do one day. Well, um, it's delightful to have the three of you on the show. Such great English, giving us a little bit of an insight into, you know, Vietnam and your lives indeed. Thank you ever so much for coming on. Um, before we go, then just one last question. What is it that attracts you about coming to, say, uh, the United Kingdom? What, 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 you know, what's in your mind or the biggest impression or draw or magnet to want to come to the UK? Let's start with, uh, with Lynn. Okay, so recently I watched a movie from UK uh, actress and actors, which is The Sex Education. I love that movie so much because uh, I can hear the accent of British, uh, British in uh, I love the way they act. They are so um, great, amazing. Um, and they can like uh, 
show the British culture to, into their personalities. And uh, I love that. I'm, I'm so impressed with um, the civilization and the open-mindedness in the people of the UK. And I love to travel, travel to the British, uh, the, to Britain to see um, actually the, the real life of those people, I think. I love that. Okay, so the open mind and a sex education. There we go. Very interesting. How about you, um, Kanan? Uh, I grew up with the uh, Harry Potter, uh, the very famous uh, novel, and I like I immerse in the castle, the magic, and the uh, UK culture in that um, novels. So I hope that one day I can uh, travel to the UK, and I also. Uh, have a burning desire to study abroad, and I believe that in the UK, the um, um, the British have um, the advanced education, so I can learn a lot from uh, that. Excellent. And finally, um, Mai, what uh, what draws you to to the UK? What are the impressions you have of the UK from all that way away? Um, all right, because I'm a kind of a very dreamy girl. So um, I'm very immersed in uh, luxury fashion because uh, in the UK or in, Fran in France, uh, we have many luxury brands like Louis Vuitton or Chanel or MS. Um, I very love them. And uh, because now we are in Vietnam, um, I cannot find um, a proper, uh, like, uh, uh, last week I ordered an, a uh, a pair of Chanel earring and uh, they have they just uh, out of stock from everywhere and I think that if I if I were now in uh, the UK I can buy I I could buy it I could buy it so uh, maybe um uh, luxury fashion is uh, one of the key reason why I want to go to the UK. Yeah. yeah, very interesting. The power of Western brands, indeed. Well, thank you all so much for coming on the show. We've had Lynn, Mai and Kanan, um, fourth year students at the Foreign Trade University in Hanoi. Um, very impressive, all studying international business administration, all with a very high level of English. And hopefully we'll see you here in the UK and perhaps even in Northampton um, in the near future. So thank you very much for coming on the show. Keep safe, keep well and uh, keep up the good work. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed that interview. There are plenty more here on the podcast platform. And of course, you can always listen on uh, live on Tuesday evenings from 7 to 9 p.m. on NLive Radio 106.9 FM or digitally via nliveradio.com. Um, if you'd like to know more about the radio station, please do look at nliveradio.com. And um, we're always looking for support from the community and further afield. So if you'd like to support us, please go to nliveradio.com dot com slash support us. So until next time, thank you very much again for listening.